live from Crew Cat's Catchular Pad, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. World Cups, Gold Cups, and Pan Ams are done. It's just you and us now, TFC. Oh boy. It's time for another Midsummer Classic, and no, we don't mean the MLS All-Star Game, but another All-Star episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. Feeling hot, hot, hot for another jam-packed episode is your VMP panel. Wearing his Hamilton Steelers mesh tank top, it's Mark Hinckley. It's for ventilation, thank you. I can see your nipples. They can see you. (laughs) In her Tarana 96 Olympic bid sun hat, it's Kristen Knowles. It keeps the sun out of my eyes. And capitalism out of your... Soul. Nice. Pockets. With his tweed trousers slightly rolled up and a hanky on his head, it's Duncan Fletcher. Hey now, I'm an old star. Get my game on, go play. Hey. Yes. And wearing nothing but one of Greg Vanny's pink dress shirts and sunglasses, I'm your host, Tony Walsh. (laughs) Duncan, apply the lotion. I don't want to. It's your turn. Do you want to get the hose again? It's your turn. <laughs> it applies the lotion. It gets the hose. Or else it goes to Woodbridge again. Did we just mash up Risky Business and Science the Lamp? Maybe. Finally. <laughs> Some. Well, everyone's been Finally, a podcast had the balls to do that. Yeah. We're controversial mm-hmm. like that. We're not afraid to tackle the real issues. Envelope pushed. What the fuck? Well, that was one for the neutrals, said Football Cliche Magazine. From what seemed like yet another TFC away manhandling and a 3-0 drubbing, all the way back to a 3-3 draw, this one was anything but a regular TFC match. Except for the goals against, of course. True. So, in a match with more twists than fired logo construction workers, what was your moment of the match, panel? I'm going to go with Warner's goal. Only because you knew shit was only going to get weirder after he buried that. It doesn't happen. Shouldn't have happened. He probably practiced that a thousand times and never even come close to goal. It looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. What? That was Colin Warner? What? I, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. If I had re- if I had a PVR, I would have rewound it to double check, but then they said his name, so I didn't need to. Eventually, Werder Bremen wears on you. That's a good point. He may have only spent a week there carrying around Justin Morrow's luggage. (laughs) But something sunk in. Apparently, he's had a very good year, I think. Yes. Yes. It's not bad. Mm. I went with Bendix's save, the the big save. Um, Although it was barely. Watching it, after seeing it, all the rhapsodizing on Twitter. Oh my God, Bendix saved the day. Everyone was so excited, and I was like really looking forward to watching it. So I'm watching the game, watching the game, and. Big save comes up, and I see absolutely it kept the game, you know, kept them in the game. But yes, he got a hand on it, but it's not like he hurled his body in front of the ball and like there was a, a player right in front of him about to score. I don't know. It wasn't as dramatic a save as I was expecting given the 
the chatter that I saw. But still, it did, it made a huge difference right at that point in the game because if they'd gone down another one, I don't think, regardless of the fact that this was one of those games where everybody could score, Colin Warner, um, that I don't think TFC would have come back from that. It was an interesting night of reactions to Joe Bendick. Mm. Well, yeah, I think the the love for that save was very much based on the fact that some people were sort of bitching about yeah. Bendick for the first two, and then sort of yeah. John Molinaro, and I'm guessing Kurt Larson I'm assuming as well, Kurt Larson. You were all like, oh, your guess is correct. Screw you, Bendick haters, like the whole time. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Well, it's, it's going, a, oh, yeah. I bet people are going to blame Bendik for that. Blah, blah, blah. It's a, yeah. it's a bit silly, really. I mean, hmm? Bendik or Kanapka. I mean, we said a couple of weeks ago, Bendik uh, probably gets a lot more uh, criticism for the same things or same mistakes that Kanapka may make. Sure. But well. uh, blaming Bendik or lauding Kanapka, hardly the issue with TFC. Neither of them are the make or break. No, no, no but some people love to make that an issue. So Yeah, it's, anyway. it's not something. It's to, like the uh, hockey crowd. Yeah. Because in hockey, the goalie gets hung up to dry. Or sorry, he doesn't get hung up to dry, but for him to make that stop you know, on a breakaway or something like that, he's got equal chance. But in soccer, it's not quite the same because the net is so much bigger and they wear such smaller shorts. Huh. But but to, to me, I always <laughs> kind of look at that as like to blame the goalie without really looking at the context of it. It's a hockey crowd. It's a hockey mentality. It's like, oh, goalie, shit. Like, like he's what, supposed to do? Use a stick to kick save it or some shit? Like, yeah. No, no, no. You needed defenders on that. It's none of his fault. Goalkeeping is not going to be the difference maker in TFC's <laughs> no. season. No, no. Uh, for myself, I will go with the first goal. Uh, not for the goal, as delightful as it was. It was a very nice, sort of very calmly placed mm-hmm. thing on the volley. Very nice. Uh, not for the pass to the goal, which was, again, very delightful. Just, like, right to him. Well done, Colin Warner. Uh, mainly just for the what happened before it, basically, Zavaleta and Jackson uh, basically just harassing and pressing the Columbus players down the wing and forcing the turnover that led to that. Because I think, you know, so that right there is basically sort of exactly what Greg Vanny has in mind when he's thinking, oh, this is how we're going to play. It's for things like that. So, you know, there's a lot of shit that Vanny got from various quarters for how he set the team up and everything. But it's just like, oh, you know, that is like one of the moments that really shows when it works, this is what's supposed to happen. So, you know, well done, Jackson and Zavaleta. Good eye. Shit. And I'll I'll just add one thing to that goal, to the Jovinko goal. If that was scored by one of the uh, superstar elderly players of the summer... Mm. Pirlo, Lampard, Gerard, whoever you want to pick. Chaka. Oh my God, they would be all over that. Oh, you wouldn't. Mm. We'd, they'd still. They'd my, st- my Twitter feed would still be full of it. Mm-hmm. Still Two days be, later, he'd still be scraping the cream off of the ceiling. Seriously, from mm. all the explosions. Can you imagine the press boxes? Dear fucking gosh. <laughs> I don't want to clean that room. I guess. I guess Demo, us, us Philistines just don't get it with Pirlo. Yeah, as, as manja cakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paisan. Hey, 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 Duncan. What do you think about Pirlo? <laughs> We'll get to it. You can't spell manja cake without Can man. I just pull up your Twitter feed? It was really fun. <laughs> or Jack. I'll do that again. Uh, so you can't spell manja cake without yes. man. Mm. Speaking of which, Ooh. man of the match. Segway. Oh. 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 I'm going to go uh, different and say Colin Warner mm-hmm. uh, for the Gordie Howe hat trick um, of the assist goal and booking, even though the booking was one of the stupidest 
for goodness. In bookings I've ever seen. Yes. I'm surprised he only... I would have given him a red just for being an asshole. Mm. But hey, I'll take a yellow. I mean, even though you're still suspended. Yeah, I'm going to go in a totally different direction and say Colin Warner. Ooh, that's yeah. I know. controversial. Wow. Yeah, it wow. was, it was kind of, yeah. Fine. Favorite cake? <laughs> Mungie. You're welcome. Jaffa? It's more of a biscuit, but whatever. The debate rages on. Um, if you say Black Forest, you're leaving right now. Well, yeah, I know, I know. I, I, I could easily. <laughs> I know off, that was like the instinct. I, I was could like, easily no, battle off that. a couple of worst. You know, you got Black Forest, and then uh, you know, obviously carrot. I, why are the carrots in a cake? Come on. Oh, but I, I love that. Really just I love that cream cheese icing. Nothing. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah. nice, but put cream cheese icing on something else. Keep the carrots out of the cake. Yes, sir. Oh, um, I'll just go uh, chocolate. Che- uh, cheesecake. Duncan Hines cheesecake. himself. Ooh. <laughs> it's moist. <laughs> Speaking of moist, mm. go to the match. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Mm. Colin Warner. What? Yep. He's both you for me. You can't do that says, on television. I can do whatever I want. Oh, He's both. Boy. You've nullified mm. both votes. Mm. You've you've spoiled your ballot. I think not. I think I'm perfectly within my rights to choose you. As um, both for the Fagundes up on the first goal for the stupid card, he's both. He can absolutely be both. You created if a black hole. We can choose things outside of stadiums and other teams. Then but you I can't can choose both. Why not? Where, where man of the, the match, the speakers go to the match, the speakers. <laughs> where in the vocal minority podcast? It's in the handbook. Rule book. It's in the handbook. Where? Uh, section C six point three. You just wrote that section. It's in pencil, like the MLS rulebook. That's not a cocktail napkin. There's nothing in the rules we that says don't do things on cocktail napkins here at EMP Towers. We're classy like that. We're fancy too. Mm. Um, I'm going it. to go with uh, uh, Zavaleta. Um, not that he was terribly, terribly bad, but uh, the back line uh, was going to have a long night with only three the way they were set up. Uh, and facing that firepower, they were going to have a rough night, and he just seemed to be the worst off for it because everybody else kind of had slightly better games than him um, he wasn't like benching bad it's just it was a rough night so that's what I'm going uh, I'm going to uh, go on a per minute basis with this and uh, Robbie Findlay he was only on for like a minute or something he got a great chance he could have oh. he could have maybe had a shot he could have passed to he somebody passed to or he could left. just like very slowly walk around until players surrounded him and he lost it what the fuck Robbie Findlay that was a terrible minute when he dribbled into three defenders yeah, yeah, when he had much. like options yeah. right to his left yeah. sitting there going hey pass yeah. me the ball yeah mm-hmm. in well, fairness he did try to turn around <laughs> and go the other way. <laughs> so he ran it's into true. the third defender that was behind him, who was like, "Oh, oh, God, I'm in a box." <laughs> it's 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 almost like you know pantomime. Mm. Um, I, what was funny is when he got when he was subbed in, um, I put like I actually had written before that happened. Finley on to not make a difference or offer a unique tool set for Javinko. <laughs> and when it happened, I'm like, Fagundes! I do run this team. <laughs> Look at that. To not make a difference suggests he will be playing at the exact same level as Javinko. I meant positively. Okay, look, look, look. I'm looking at scoreline point of view. Yeah, you're going one for one. Fine. But by my definition, the way I interpret it, I'm okay. Coolio? Yes. Tony, what did you think? (laughs) Yes. Coolio. And the gang. Duncan's Paradise. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. uh, Fantastic voice. What did you think, Tony? Since Colin Warner was taken twice, I'll just take one of those. 
So if TFC can't find a way to fix their obvious defensive woes, like, do we think they can play this sparring, goal-scoring style and have success or be in the playoff hunt long-term? Like, can this last? Say, if they can't, hypothetically, they can't fix this bleeding of goals 12 in four matches or whatever it's been. Can they realistically keep this up? Well, the thing is, is they're so inconsistent with the goals. Even with, you know, yeah, Seb is on a tear and other people are starting to score goals, but there's still going to be those games where no one can, they'll hit it off the post, they'll sky it, it'll just be wasted chance after wasted chance, but the defense is still going to be shaky in a lot of places. And I just don't see, I just, there's still such an inconsistency to this team. And I, I say it a lot, but it's frustrating to watch and not feel like you ever get a complete game out of them. And I think that, you know, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. I, I don't doubt that at all. I don't think they're going to win. They're not going to get the supporter shield. Those of you who keep saying that. And oh, um, got the shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How many of those did you have printed? 250. Oh, dear. Wow. Thousand. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, you know, did you put the date on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was going to make it extra special. Just eBay them now. They might have some value. I don't know. Like, there's success to be had from this team, but like, I've said it all season. I don't see them progressing very far this year. To me, this is building to 2016. I don't see this team as coming together well enough to overcome scoring deficits when the defense isn't working or, you know, vice versa. But do you think with this style like bleeding goals but being able to come back but they're not going to be always be able to come back because they're going to run up against so is but is it enough in itself if it stays like this to make the playoffs to make the first round playoffs yes to stay in the playoffs no okay yeah i mean they they will they could be absolutely catastrophic they'll still be in the playoff hunt Hmm. pretty much everyone in the east everyone except chicago is in the playoff hunt philadelphia are terrible they're in the playoff hunt uh, so it would be really, really difficult to drop out of but the playoffs. But make the actual playoffs. Uh, yeah, they'd make the playoffs, I think. I mean, basically, the the leaking of goals, it's mainly in away games, it seems. It's like mm. 11 in the last three, whereas in between that, we had you know, we only let in one goal in the last minute There's against Philly. all those Philly. home games coming. Um, yes, and that's one point. We don't have many away games left. And even if we do have away games left, you know, you can suck away from home and be fine. LA Galaxy haven't won a away game in 17 games. You know, I think most people think they're in the playoff hunt. So, um, yeah, it's MLS. So, hooray, we don't have to be good. We just at have anything. to uh, be good at one thing. We don't have to be good at everything. So, as long as Javinko doesn't get hurt, yes, we're fine. Or um, I, I more or less said the same thing. I, I basically put that just by sheer aggression and just needing to be one of the top six out of ten. It's it's entirely possible. They're they're definitely one of that on the upper half of that 10. All right. Like four or five. But, uh, I got yeah. that shirt made too. Nice. Um, there, but yeah, they won't, they're not going to survive past the first round. If, if that's, if that's all at the end game is just to make the playoffs fine, but winning the cup, they, they need, something needs to change. It says top two thirds of the East 2015. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How many of those did you make? 250. Okay. That's not bad.
So, as promised by yours truly to anyone following me on Twitter during the match, Greg Vanny will now be referred to as the Pink Torpedo. Mm-hmm. Catchy. Yeah. I'm going to make those shirts. Yeah. About 250 of them. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Pink, though. Oh, yeah. So, of course. It's due because of the fact that the man's closet, you must open it up and it looks like a Hawaiian sunset. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, a flamingo explosion. Yeah, exactly. A flamingo orgy. A flamingo orgy. Yeah. Flamingorgy. Flamingorgy. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, a flock of flamingos. Anywho. Mm-hmm. So if the man that only wears pink hued dress shirts was to get a new shade of pink, you know how they name flowers after people sometimes? Mm-hmm. If he if they were to bestow a shade of pink upon him for his services towards pink shirts, what would it be called? I'm go. I was kind of interpreted this question as like a yeah. shade of paint, really. Yeah, whatever. We'll, That's good. we'll call it uh, Naivani. Uh, it's, it's a Greg shell finish. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, That's terrible. I like a Greg like shell. Greg shell. Greg shell's finish. You only have to do yeah. it once. Yeah. No primer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much like Greg Vanny's career. <laughs> I went with uh, in- inspired by your tweet and his new name. I went with pole dancer pink. Mm. Mm, I don't know what you're getting at by my tweet. I was is he Polish? Completely yeah, going for a nautical. Exactly. He's gonna make it. Yeah, Does it anyway. you know, I was going for a nautical theme. I'm not really? sure. Really? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. 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 Sub- Subs. Submarine torpedo. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I went in a totally different direction because well, well, I hang out with you no guys. Idea. Mm. I have no idea. Anyways, it's pulled answer like pants. Depth charges. Yes. Yeah. Stop yeah. talking, both of you. Yeah. Well done. Um, I like it. I he's got four. Yeah, I got four. Go for it. I just kept going on the color. Go for it, Debbie Travis. Um, well, first off, we have Management Magenta, which which is a oh. which is a very new color. Mm-hmm. It's the new hotness. Um, mm-hmm. For for a student of the, for those students of the game, we have uh, Cotton Candy Collegian. Mm-hmm. You know, the, nice. yeah, just in case. Um, for those of you who like your formation, we have four four two Flamingo. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how this fits in Salmonilla. Mm. Sure. Salmonilla. Thank you. All right. All right. Good times. <laughs> is 3-5 Puce a thing? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Is Puce a thing? It is. Puce, oh, Puce is, is a thing. thing. It's, it's, it's pink. It's kind it's of dull more... gray, but it's it's pink. No, Puce is like really... Purple. Actually, it's purple. closer to purple, really, too. Yeah, really intense purple color. Is it intense? I thought it was a, thought it was a dull... Mm. Anyway. All right. <laughs> On that intense purple note. <laughs> this was intense and purple. So a big reason for the hilarious attempt at a 3-5-2 was uh, due to Ashton Morgan's picking up a knock in last week's Sunderland friendly. Oh my god. So if losing starters to injury and having to paper the crowd with thousands of free tickets. How, how, how many thousands? Was it like two thousands? Oh, higher. Was it like four thousand? Higher. Was it like eight thousand? Higher. Was it nine? nine? It must be higher. nine thousand. Eleven thousands. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> So if those two things aren't enough to uh, change MLSE's mind about these mid-season useless friendlies, what will? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. We're going to pay for it later anyway. The only lesson they have learned is go big. Yeah, better opponents. Yeah. So the only lesson is, oh, yeah, don't go for Sunderland. Make sure you have you know, your, your big things. I would have been Ashton Morgan injury, whatever, doesn't matter at no, all. No, it never matters. They don't. And the thing with the comps, that wasn't made common knowledge. You know, that came to us from a source so that was very much swept under the table we can edit this out why (laughs) it's true though like that's not something that they're publicizing for privacy purposes no we're not gonna edit it out 
but he's saying that we're going to edit it out and leave it in. It's Excellent. Like perfect. Yeah. But no, no. The friendlies are friendlies. It's all and part of the restarted here. here. <laughs> cut, cut here and go. Uh, Excellent. Yes. No, it's all part Snipper of the business, tool. right? So nothing's going to change. Nothing's ever... No. If anything, there's going to be more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it is more. interesting that apparently there's another one coming. Luke Moore. Oh. You know it. I hope for transponsor. The former clubs of Luke Moore coming to visit. Oh, the ghosts like, of Chivas USA. Ooh. I'm waiting. Uh, Caldwell will bring over some. Particus. Wigan. Come on. His brother's Wigan. the manager now. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Next year, you wait and see. Getting Wigan with it. Well, 2016. TFC, those contacts. TFC 2 is playing. Baby Roma. Baby, Baby Roma, Roma, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Infant Roma. They're like those small, <laughs> small wet cheeses yeah. from oh, Caprizi. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's in Italian. That's how their name is, is that how it is? Uh, one thing I would say, just the way you, you posed the question there is, you know, Ashton Morgan being out, mm. being a reason that they went to the three five two, which is quite possible because we only had one good fullback mm-hmm. at that point. I do think... We really only have two in good fullbacks. In the All-Star game, they kind of played three five two, so I think this was pretty much the plan, and I don't hate it for this game because I mean, we were talking Columbus loves to go down the wing, so go with the three five two, and then, you know, if we're kind of Yeah, but how back, did that work? The first half, all I saw was Kai Kamara and Ethan Finley running into space. So, I mean, theoretically... Well done. i got to learn how you do that. <laughs> yeah, that works like one mm. out of every hundred. Yeah, but I believe the hands are part yeah. of it. Mm. Hands going face so, theoretically, down. you know, they're going down the wing. You've got Jackson and Zabaleta or on the other side, Morrow and whatever. There's enough people there to help out. And, you know, obviously we like our fullbacks to get forward. So then if they hit us on the break, eh, you've got three midfielders there. One of them will be wide enough to help out. So I do feel like, in theory, that's not a bad idea at all. But uh, I mean, the problem is, you know, you got like Jackson and Lovitz as your fullbacks, neither of which are actually fullbacks, wingbacks, whatever you want to call them. And then, yeah, we're just like, boom, going into this and it's all very horribly unfamiliar. And I think that's where, you know, what you're saying came in. It was all very chaotic because, you know, the players aren't good enough and they hadn't had enough time to practice it. But Greg Vanny, well, I've got a good idea. Let's do this. Yeah, you did have a good idea, but come on, Greg. Let's... I do think this game was a mistake to try that. Uh, you, you, yeah, it doesn't work for you. <laughs> nice try, though. Mm, I'm, I'm, but, gonna, I'm oh. saving mine. Okay, good. <laughs> one in a hundred, guys. One in a hundred. Duncan's, still Duncan's saving used it. it for a while. Still saving yeah, it. All right, that's fair. Wait till, like, the All-Star, not the All-Star game, the MLS Cup. It might be. I'm not going to waste it on that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that point, we're talking about next season anyway. That's true, that's true. Hey! hey. Yeah, I've said all I had to say. Wow, oh, okay. Just, I feel like you were about to make <laughs> I was going to, but then it sort of just... Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, I finished. <laughs> hey, don't, don't you show me. Don't whoa, you show whoa, me about whoa. lots of things. Do you mind, do you mind, I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> now I'm done. Thank you. So speaking of losing players, in a twist that will undoubtedly rub many a TFC fan the wrong way, Gilberto of the 2014 Toronto Gilbertos, has been snapped up by Chicago Fire off of, get this, waivers. Mm-hmm. So did uh, TFC really get outwonked by waiver rules, or was this a uh, little MLS quid pro quo? Oh, uh, you lost Drogba, so we'll make a little something will happen for you, and, and nudge, nudge, wink, wink for TFC down the line. Well, the lost Drogba is at Chicago, right? Because yeah, that's what I mean. Ones. Chicago lost lost Drogba, right. so I was like, oh, we'll help you out with this non-famous DP. I <laughs> think TFC fucked up in the fall, but this is 
you know, this was not what they expected. They didn't expect uh, Vasco to terminate the loan, and suddenly, oh my god, we have this player that we can't use, and we're not allowed to have, and oh shit, waivers. And Chicago is the, I don't know, lucky beneficiary. I think they're lucky because what else does Chicago have? But um, Duty! <laughs> yes. We couldn't get duty for Gilberto. No. The whole thing, like, it just, it, I'm just frustrated be because I know that Gil's going to, you know, have a decent fall and then he'll come we back don't next know year. That. I know. You're it. assuming that. We're hoping. Well, Took him a long time to start up the first time. Sure, it did. But now he has added, what, you know, motivation. His, what, from his good time at Vasco? Yeah, yep. Exactly. Yes, his form is just his great. His form's been amazing. Yeah. Um, just killing it. No, I think it's I think it's just more the X red effect. Hmm. It's just the UFO passed over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. It did suddenly. Um, yeah, personally, I don't think TFC fucked up. I think TFC didn't give a shit about Gil. Yeah, yeah. It was very similar to you know, 2014. Michael Bradley's all of a sudden available. Shit, get him now. What do we do with Laba? Um, 2013. Well, yeah. I guess nothing. Whatever. Sandwiches. And same thing here. We can take Javinko and Altidore and uh, Gilberto, whatever. That doesn't really matter at all. And ideally, you know, he would have caught on at Vasco da Gama. And hey, you know, if you get a million or two million dollars for him or something like that, that's a bonus. You know, ideally, he wouldn't come back to MLS and go to a competitor. Chicago competitor. Um, hey, yeah. hey, we're Toronto. We're Toronto FC. Eastern Conference, where there's like almost no points separating anybody. But Let's yeah, basically, you know, Let's... the the money that they lost on Gilberto is yeah, a rounding error. Yeah. It's chump change to them. Yeah, yeah they don't. They, they well, monetarily, they, they didn't lose they anything, and I know they don't care. I just, I still well, think that they got Javinko and Adult and Altidore, and yeah, they got what they wanted. Gil, they don't care. So who's the next? Who's the next one to lose their shine? <laughs> who's going to be a better DP coming along? That's a good question. I would say Altidore. Yeah, I, that would yeah. Be, oh, it's totally going to be Altidore. Only, be my only guess. because it becomes a stats thing. Yeah. Well, I think of, the, of the, numbers, the three, Mike. he's the the least of the big stars. True. No, arguably, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, as far as as far as Gilberto goes, yeah, like them loaning him out was kind of a well. We've got. We can bring him back if somebody doesn't pan out. Somebody gets hurt. No, I don't think they ever planned to bring him back. It wasn't. No. Oh no no no. I'm telling. No. Like it was like a low low. Like if if say the reverse happens where somebody gets hurt and they they have to retire and it's a DP and we can bring him back. It's he would only be back for like the end of that season or the end of his contract and that'd be the end of him. But it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible move to loan him out. It wasn't. It's going to work out for them in the end because they probably weren't paying too much for him in the loan deal and he's going to get to come back to MLS and I don't know I'm like I'm I'm happy for him cuz I you know I think Chicago's going to get a, a nice little workhorse out of him goals notwithstanding or to be determined but uh yeah I don't think Toronto really screwed up on it I I think you guys are right like they they knew what they were going to do with him they like this was this was purgatory until end of contract I still think somewhere down the line MLS does him a solid Say the numbers don't add up if they want their core player. Yeah, nah, you, yeah, you, you were pretty good there with it, the Gilberto thing. It may have already thing. happened. You didn't, you didn't, make, you didn't, we'll you didn't say anything. I, I yeah. do think, but again... It's not I, Chicago I Fire bringing him back to the league, don't forget. It's MLS, right? It's their contract, so... Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have a choice, yeah. Like, yeah. it was... No, I think, and, and I'm well aware that out of the panel, I am the biggest you know, supporter of Gil, and that's fine. I think that he's going to cause more problems in MLS than everyone else. Even he, he rolls his eyes at you. That's mm. fine. He's allowed. 
when he's, when he's not in a Kia commercial. I guess those have to go off the air now. Why did they advertise for the Women's World Cup? <laughs> How did that happen? Two players who don't play in Canada. Oh, no, sorry. One player who plays in Ottawa. Sure, it's the nation's capital. But anyway, it was just stupid. I hate mm. those commercials. So any guesses, finally, on how Old Gill will do uh, in the Windy City? Old Gill's going to the Windy City. Surely the, the headline for that should be, Old Gill gets fired. He'll do all right. Old get Gill's like, got the red jersey now. Yeah, he'll end up with like five goals, which is probably in about five. Like all right. 13 games or so. It's not quite respectable, yeah. really. But uh, yeah, Chicago will end the season 10th. Well, he'll be east. He'll feel right at home then. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think five is a five is a solid number. Yeah, I'm in there. I, I don't think he's going to You're like. Not suddenly... saying twenty. Uh, no, I said twenty last year. All right. That worked well. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> we on a mission. While the glamour and spotlight of Major League Soccer rarely leaves the Ohio Riviera, there were actual other matches and stuff in MLS this week, and with a roundup, here is Duncan with MLS wins and losses. Thank you, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Andrea Pirlo made his debut for New York. Mm. He was majestic out there. A man amongst boys. So smooth, so cultured. Clearly man of the match. Mm. That's all you need to know. Mm. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. Again, I kid. Oh, thank God. He's done it again. But, so um, clever that way. Yes. Uh, I almost had submitted my resignation. <laughs> we got Fletcher. Oh my god, we totally got Fletcher. <laughs> we got uh, dunked. Yes. <laughs> we got dunked. <laughs> yes. You're in the dunk tank. <laughs> That's next week's new feature. <laughs> dunk tank with Duncan D. Fletcher. Get dunked. <laughs> Jubico, dunk tank. You need to pass more, Jovinko. You're in the downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Just have an amazing game. Slam dunk. These are your positive and your negative. Yeah. I like this. Great. Why the fuck did we let this happen? Uh, anyway, uh, sadly, that uh, was the tone taken by many people uh, towards Andrea Pirlo, despite there being plenty of players who did better things in what was a, a very entertaining shit show of a match on uh, even more of a shit show of a pitch than usual at legendary Yankee Stadium. David Villa scored twice, Cadwo Poku had three assists, and Kyle Laren got a hat-trick. New York ended up winning 5-3. Uh, fantastic stuff, especially the second half, but uh, it was apparently all about Pirlo, who came on after 57 minutes, had a less than unprecedented 77.1% passing percentage, didn't even get an assist on any of the goals after he came on, but oh my god, he's there, and he high-fived Kaku when he came on, and oh my god, so many emotions, and mamma mia, why aren't you manja cake so excited about this as you should be? Watch it with the hand gestures. It's yeah. Mm. Uh, so, so wait, Duncan, it wasn't the master class that I saw tweeted breathlessly? He was all right. 
But I mean, everyone was super excited before he'd actually done anything. I don't doubt that Pilo is going to do good things here or there. Fine, gush about those. Don't just gush because, oh my God, he came in and slapped hands with Kaka. Who gives a f- Gush. Yes, there was a lot of gushing. It was an obnoxious. Gross. Kaka. Anywho, uh, moving on to, uh, well, other Pilo-related stuff. Uh, David Villa took the chance to, uh, to shit on his old teammates, saying... Everything changeth. Obviously, we have a great coach, and this is a team that needs to play. We've been playing the ball way too long, and we haven't really played the ball right, especially when we get the ball out. Now there will be no more long ball when Pirlo is in the game. Hola. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Pirlo himself said that uh, it was all very emotional, but he apparently finds the whole MLS experience a bit bizarre. It's a new ting for me, uh to see all these people in the locker room and also to be on the pitch and hearing all this music. It's different, but I'll get used to it pretty quickly. Yeah, Ciao. <laughs> Ooh, you'd think New York would be able to spend money on a better translator for those two guys. So I mean, weird. that's that's the guy I... I was expecting, like, <sighs> the most interesting man in the world, and that's not what I'm getting mm. from that translation. I'm, yeah, I'm no, sad. I, mean, I think we need to speak to MLS. He's mm-hmm. a good translator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, added some, he added some flourishes. Mm-hmm. I, I, he had local colloquialisms. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, uh, moving on past New York on the other side for Orlando, uh, Mark Watson, coaching in place of the suspended Adrian Heath. Uh, his post-game analysis was strong. It's pretty obvious that if you concede five goals, you haven't done it well. Indeed. Keep your stick in the ice. <laughs> Good job, Mark Watson. <laughs> oh, Adrian Heath's there as well. Hello. Oh, surely he's suspended. Oh, this isn't good. I'm in the press box. Uh, He's little. He's a little, uh, tiny little press box. I've got it. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> also on Sunday, uh, it was business as usual for Quincy America, who scored again. Uh, sadly, also business as usual for San Jose, who lost 3-1 to Vancouver, <laughs> who are now back up to second in the West. Uh, also, finally on Sunday, uh, well, actually before Vancouver, but whatever, uh, CJ Sapong scored the fastest goal in Philadelphia Union history. Southern fastest in MLS, uh, giving Philly the lead over DC after just 20 seconds, after DC had kicked off. Uh, they then went up 2-0 within four minutes. Then Fabiana Spindler absolutely skied a penalty after half an hour. Uh, very bad day for DC, but then cue the comeback. Uh, Alvaro Sabrio scored in his DC debut. Nick DeLeon equalized. And a Spindler redeemed himself by scoring the winner. Heartwarming movie of the week stuff. Sapong capped his record-breaking night with the uh, biggest cliche in Union history. All players know that the two-goal lead... It's pretty much the most dangerous lead in soccer. Yeah, actually, said that. <laughs> Hooray. He sounds really weird. He's flamboyant. I yeah. yes. was not expecting it, that it's, at all. It's, it's that fake J in the middle. Mm. Right? Yeah. It, it I'm really telling you. Away. I'm telling That's you. That's what it is. Conspiracy. Yeah. Cookie Jamboree. Sapong. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Yes. Cookie Jamboree? Cookie, j- cookie <laughs> Jamboree. Cookie oh, Jamboree. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Orlando and Philly losing meant Montreal moved up into a playoff spot for the uh, first time this year after an 88th minute goal from Laurent Siman. Saw them beat Seattle 1-0. Uh, the Sounders 6 defeat in 7 games. <laughs> Though uh, Clint Dempsey will be back next week. Boo. Uh, other good news for the Impact is that uh, they tossed some garbage at Chicago and have now officially signed Didier Drogba. 
Uh, I'm actually quite intrigued to see how that one works out. The weirdest freaking thing. I'm yeah. sorry. Out of out of all the recent signings, I, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but Drogba coming here just throws me. More Drogba than, going to Montreal throws well, me. Well, that too, but... Mm. En français. Well, oui, oui. see, you know, uh-huh. community, but it's just Drogba, really? Yeah. Very long. Yeah. Who knows how that's going to work? It'll be interesting. Très intéressant. What? Oui. Uh, meanwhile, Sounders defender Zach Scott is kind of getting scared after their recent run. It, it, it's, it's hard to put into words. I, 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 I've, ne- I've never been a part of a Sounders team where everything has just kind of gone wrong at one time. I don't, I don't know what it is. If it's a matter of fatigue, team-wise, or just lack of focus. Whatever it is, it needs to change. And this is quickly turning into a season... And had a lot of hope, and now it's one that's very quickly slipping through our grasp. (sighs) (laughs) There, there, Zach. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Clint's coming. Clint's on his way. So is Obafemi. You'll be okay. When? Clint Clint should be there next week. (laughs) He's live in the user. Fascinating. (laughs) Yes. Chad's not doing anything. <laughs> Who cares if we don't get content that, in that our is, country? That is the one uh, d- d- disappointing part of this whole Sounders collapse. A, it's it's hilarious, but one disappointing part is uh, it would have been great Damn it. if Chicago, you know, if Chad Barrett had, uh, you know, just been able to just Step keep them going and, and keep yeah. going. Put on his back yeah. and... Scores like five or six goals in these games that Dempsey's missing, and they just kept winging. Anyway, it's like, yeah, you didn't need Clint Dempsey. You got Chad Barrett. But apparently they didn't need Clint. Instead, they let Simon get all over them at the end. Hey! Oh, oh. Gross. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, in the East, the T-Terrorists took on Chicago, and continuing recent tradition, neither team came out of it with a win. Uh, Chicago got a debatable penalty. David Ackham falling over roughly close-ish to Jose Goncalves, uh, with Goncalves claiming that even Ackham said he didn't touch me. Uh, it ended 2-2, New England equalising late-ish after some hilarious defending from Brazilian centre-back Ada Hilton, who uh, appeared scared of maybe scoring an own goal, so rather than attempting a clearance, just allowed a low cross to go by him untouched on the edge of the six-yard box, uh, right to Kellen Rowe, who scored, uh, clinching the T-Terrorist first point on the road. Not even win, first point on the road since May 8th. Wow. Yes. Uh, Sean Johnson, the Chicago goalie, was glaring at Adilton after the goal uh, quite heavily. And Frank Yallop just piled on after the game. Oh, it's a huge area. At the back, I'm gutted for the guys. Addy's got a clear and he just lets it go, eh? He just cost us the game. Uh, in other malfunctioning Brazilian news, as discussed, the Fire have, of course, signed O'Gill. No frustration awaits them there. Oh, no. Uh, over hey. in the West... Sorry. Over in the West, the suddenly resurgent RSL took on and took down the Sparks 2-1. Game featuring hey. two fantastic goals by Javier Morales, Benny Failhaber, and uh, Luke Mulholland pulling down Sebastian Jaime's shorts as a goal celebration. An ineffective gesture, given Jaime was wearing long bicycle shorts of the exact same colour underneath them, so you couldn't really tell. I wish they were flesh-coloured. Yeah, that would have been better. I don't. That would have been a better joke. With with fake hair drawn in the butt. Crack. A merkin. Ooh, merkin. Ah, yes. Very nice. Merkin me crazy. Merka. <laughs> good dance! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, and uh, Stephen Gerrard, welcome to Houston in July. 
Uh, he and the Galaxy did nothing, despite getting a refreshing blast mid-game from the Sprinklers. Uh, the Dynamo winning 3-0. Will Brewing got a goal as he tries to keep his place ahead of Cubo Torres. And uh, Lionel Miranda finished it off with a delightful dribble and chip for the third goal. Uh, that's now 17 away games without a win for the Galaxy, but Bruce Arena brought his best to the post-game, saying... Give Houston credit. They played a good game, and we did not. What was your strategy for the game, Bruce? To win. What was your strategy after you went down a goal early on? Try to get a goal back. It's not rocket science out there. Magnificent stuff from Bruce. Uh, we'll end at the top of the table where Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas got their fifth straight win. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, stuffing the Timbers 4-1 in frisky Frisco to Welcome. continue leading the Supporters' Shield race. Uh, then there is, of course, the transfer window, which uh, brings a question for Tony Walsh. What's better than one of Ian Wright's kids? Not two of them. <laughs> no, you're wrong. The answer is two of them. <laughs> New Jersey have indeed abandoned their former big spending ways and their big splashes to bring in Sean Wright Phillips. At least they'll be on one team. So I only have to see, I get all my Ian Wright progenies out of the way in one match. Uh, he's 33, hasn't done anything of note in 10 years. Neither is his dad. So, well done. <laughs> this is uh, going to work out great. Uh, anyway, that'll be your uh, MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, I guess. Bruce? <laughs> what? <laughs> this much, makes no sense anymore. Much it wasn't things like Gale. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, totally different. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Okay. <laughs> It's like the Euros, except with more pitbull and cheating. <laughs> the Gold Cup has come to a surprising conclusion, and with a recap of the final throws of the Cup of Gold, here's Kristen with Kizzy Knowles, Pot of Gold. It's Kristen? delicious. Uh, well, it is finally over. Pot of gold chocolates, hello. Oh, okay. What do you think I was talking about? <sighs> Jesus. Well, anyway. Um... So CONCACAF's biannual torture of the North American footy fan has finally come to an end. Sadly, the Cinderella story that we had all hoped for after the two semifinal games did not come to fruition. Mm. But speaking of the two semifinals, they were dramatic for completely different reasons. The U.S. being unable to overcome the Giles Barnes, Darren Maddox, and the rest of the reggae boys, which was hilarious and delightful. They let Maddox score. I know. It was great. Come on, it was, Maddox. It was kind of Come great. on. I enjoyed watching Kyle Beckerman thinking he's got to feel self-conscious. That's kind of great. <laughs> With those dreadlocks <laughs> against Jamaica. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, how's it uh, going? I, I'm a Rasta, too, like you guys. <laughs> and them just kind of, like, looking at him. Well, why, why don't you guys have the dreads? I thought this is what we did. Isn't, isn't like, this our thing? Uh, yeah. I thought we were yeah. It's too hot, aren't, man. Aren't we jamming? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the... There wasn't a ton of drama other than that in that particular game. The real drama, of course, was saved for the game between Mexico and Panama. Mm. That was... Fun. Oh, that's one way of putting it. That was pure CONCACAF mm -hmm. madness and glory 
just splashed all over the screen. Beautiful. Ew. Pan- oh, it's true. Uh, Pandemanium's playing down a man for the majority of the match after a one of many questionable, <laughs> one of questionable calls, a questionable red card to uh, Luis Tejada for striking, if you can call it that, barely touching another mm. player. Uh, mm. And they held on for, I don't know, was good another 50 minutes or so before finally getting... Yeah, they didn't just hold on. They took the lead exactly. and held on. I know. Yeah. Um, but Mexico, of course, not allowed to be not in the final. No. So one very questionable penalty late in the game. And then added time happened. And if you did not watch this game and can find it online, this is the only part really that you kind of want to watch. You need to see just the complete and utter madness that occurred uh, after the 90th minute because there was a penalty call, there was a a riot in progress, basically. The Panamanian team almost left the pitch. Mark Geiger had to be surrounded and protected by a multitude of security guards. It was just one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And what I thought was interesting was watching it and hearing everyone talking about the fans throwing things on the pitch. I'm like, who fucking cares? Of course they're throwing things on the pitch. You're screwing over their team. I would guess it was probably the Mexicans who were throwing things on the pitch at the Panamanians' yeah. protests. But, but yeah, I, I heard from both. Either yeah, way. It was yes. just ridiculous. So Who are your sources? Aye, they're secret. Um, but Mark Geiger, uh, who is generally you know, considered to be a fairly solid referee most of the time, completely lost the plot in this one. And... Uh, even admitted a couple days later in the aftermath that he got the calls wrong. <laughs> As, which was interesting, because that's a very rare thing. But what I really liked, uh, ultimately, was the Panamanian team posting that protest banner in their locker room <laughs> after yes. the game. CONCACAF, thieves, corrupt. I was like, pretty much. That's, that's mm-hmm. about the state of the nation. And really, who could blame them? I was heartened to see most people come out in support. Because I wish they would have gone with a canal pun. Yeah, I don't think they... They're ever. close enough to South America. Just join Cotton Bowl. I'll take them. There's only Panamanians probably don't find the canal all that funny. It's yeah. They kind of should. An annoyance to them, really. You'd it should think. be. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Almost anal. <laughs> Panamac anal. <laughs> so, yes. Canal intrusion. They mm-hmm. could have gone with that. Yeah, that's a good one. Anyway, doesn't translate. The the final and the third place game were both kind of letdowns for different reasons. Um, Michael Bradley being kept by Jurgen Klinsmann for that third place game for, for really no reason. He could have come back. The reason was he got to miss a penalty in the penalty shootout that basically cost them the game. Right. I enjoyed that. That okay, that part was a lot of fun. Yes, but what it meant was that Michael Bradley has now played more minutes for the U.S. team two than he has. Two more games, I think, and in 2015. Mm-hmm. Two more games or one more game? That was anyway. 14 matches or something to 12. Anyways, he's played a vast amount more for the U.S. national team than he has for his club. Get your priorities straight, manly man. Like, I, no, I, I'm, I, I'm I a component appre- of, of country over club, yeah. however. I can appreciate him you know, being there for his country and playing and all that sort of thing. I would rather have that than Will yeah. Johnson. He loves Merkins. That's true. Michael Bradley, loves Johnson. Mer- Michael Bradley loves Merkins. True. This is Michael Bradley. Mm. I love Americans. Merkins. Merkins. This is mm. Michael Bradley. Well, you know, they could just as easily have the tournament, you know, during our you know, MLS offseason. 
And then I know, crazy, right? Madness, you speak. Well, the games wouldn't be played necessarily here, but I mean, they, they just need to take a break. There's 20 teams. This is an even amount. Nobody ever has to take a bye week. Exactly. Don't let everyone take bye weeks and then save it up for one giant entire league bye week for like two or three weeks. Your common sense is so not Concacaf. Mm. I don't. Well, so I, not MLS. Everything's not doesn't make any bloody sense around here. That's, that makes too much sense, Duncan. That's that's insane. How dare you? How dare point. you even suggest that? I'm talking to Sunil. Put Duncan in the dunk tank. Oh! Sploosh. <laughs> dunked. Um, and then the final was... Honestly, the final was kind of a letdown because uh, Jamaica, who had had a really good tournament, they played very well, had mm. their absolute worst game, could not... did not seem to be able to do much right, and Mexico easily took advantage of them and walked away with the uh, with the win, which was too bad, really, because I would have enjoyed seeing them. Couldn't tell their beer cans from their bacon. <laughs> Look it up on the internet if you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. I'm afraid to. No. It, SFW. Oh, right. Yeah, it is. Mm. All right, a minute. Go. So... After uh, so now that the Gold Cup is over, we do still have some international footy to look forward to because World Cup qualifiers continue on the fall. And the other morning, we had the excitement that was the draw for mm-hmm. uh, World Cup qualifying groups. And other than the wonderful musical interludes and what was that? The the the, the singing pink cover? What? It was Russian folk hip hop doing pink. Get the party. Ooh. Yes. I'm coming okay. out. Sure, I'm coming out, which yes. is really good which in Russia. really good in Russia. Absolutely. That was perfect. <laughs> uh, so other than the oddity that it is... Although I, sort of we should give congratulations to the Russian FA for not mocking the African delegations during their part of the draw. Well done, Russia. Yeah, Pro- yes. Progress. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby steps, guys. Yeah. The baby steps. Respect. Yes. Right yes. I mean, oh, that, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's what football is all about. Yeah. 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 So we did find out who Canada has to play to have even a remote chance at advancing to the Hex. So, playing Belize, home and away, in... Uh, I believe we can qualify. Exactly. But that joy was short-lived when we found out the rest of the group. So we're going to play the winner of El Salvador and Curacao. Oh, this sounds amazing. I know. That's Curacao, like, we got them. Exactly. We're, we're, we're set. In Mexico... Oh. Yeah, tough, but you, know, yeah, you, the, you were always going to have one tough exactly. team. Exactly, we got to have enough. one tough team. Yeah. That's got to be it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. Um, but because the the soccer gods clearly hate us, uh, Honduras. Hi. And there goes the <laughs> yes, World Cup yeah. dream for another yeah. four years. Mm-hmm. It's it's two opportunities to get Concacaf. So right. not. I just good, good group to be in. <laughs> just like it was so funny well not well it was kind of funny but and depressing yeah. to see funny. we're all so happy we're Let's like yay believe yeah, everything and then what honduras again are you yeah. kidding it was a magical two minutes it really yeah. was Belize jokes you can see the hopes and dreams of, of of canadian soccer fans just go from like up here down to the basement in the space of seconds it was like hearing r kelly singing i believe i can fly and then him peeing on you. <laughs> nice. He does that. He, he does. does. That's, his, that's, his that's, that's, his, that's his jam. That's his yeah. best move. That's great. <laughs> peeing on you is his jam. It's his jam. It's true. So they'll be here. Uh, the home game mm. is uh, the 4th, September 4th. Sure. Uh, although there's talk that it won't be at BMO, that it's going to be somewhere else now. 
Really? That one? I know it's like the November ones will be, and the September one might be. I heard that there's a chance Ontario it Soccer be. Center? No, that it will be outside of Toronto. But well, that's I outside just... of Toronto. True. <laughs> Batman's a scientist. <laughs> True. Batman is a scientist. You repeat a broke Kristen. <laughs> He's right, though. Mm. Oh, you're such a jerk. <laughs> Anyway, I'm uh, still waiting for confirmation on that. I do still expect it to be here, but I heard some rumblings that it might not be. And then there is an away trip being organized uh, through the Voyagers. Are uh, they allowed to play in Belize this time? Because last time we played Belize, we had, it was back-to-back in Kingston. Exa- in, exactly, because they... Really? Yeah, mm. they couldn't They couldn't find a Belize suitable... Belize didn't have a suitable ground. Aww. Allegedly, this time they do. We're British Honduras. Thank you to Seth Blatter, who has obviously done his bit to bring their appropriate facilities to some smaller countries. Mm-hmm. Now Belize can play. Well done, Sep. Totally deserves a Nobel Prize for that. Mm. No corruption Funneling here. the money to British Honduras. Well, where it belongs, things clearly. Look, I refuse to call them Belize. Things are looking up for Belize. British Honduras. Mm. <laughs> so that is your look at all things Canadian and international footy for us right now. Hooray! Huzzah! Yes. Before we go, on a Canadian exchange rate... I thought we were done. ...of oh. one to seven, mm. chances Canada makes it out of this section not belize but the mexico honduras curacao can we give negative numbers seven two out of seven yeah because i think mexico i mean you look at them in the world cup they went great Mm -hmm. honduras were a hot mess in the gold cup they're not great el salvador's nothing special i think you know there's the big names and sort of ghosts and you know remembrances of shit shows and that sort of thing that may be there but generally aside from that you know this isn't you, if we had a good team, I'd be relatively confident we could get through this, but we don't right now. So uh, I'll, I'll stick it to. Uh, I'm going to go with playing at their absolute potential. I'd say a five. Whoa! What? Calm the fuck For goodness. Down. <laughs> I <ain't> done. <laughs> what I saw at the Gold Cup, a three at best. Probably Whoa! two. <laughs> no, you're on, you're on that one. Uh, no, for, for me, at my most optimistic, I'm going with a three. <laughs> Too. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, one thing, you know, hopefully, you know, I wasn't expecting to even get to the hex, never mind any further than that. So, hopefully, at least this year round, you know, we can take our going to Honduras and having a relatively respectable mm-hmm. defeat, get sort of 8 1 out of the way. And, you know, you know it's a Get over we, that. That'd we, be true. You know, That'd we be lost nice. 2 or 3 0 the last time. And then, you know, when we inevitably draw them for 2022 qualifying, it's maybe not quite as scary. That's maybe a positive to get out of this. Hex. Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blake. The British are coming. The British are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. That's agreement. Good. Yes. I'm so happy that yes. you're enjoying it. That's good. We yes. love it. True. <laughs> Next segment. <laughs> Last week's bitchy blank was, I would have gone to the Sunderland friendly, but blank. Before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? 
but I was injured. It's really upsetting. The media making stuff up and the fans booing, being mean to me when I really, really wanted to be there. Kurt Larson? Yes. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Sounds <laughs> yeah. just like him. You really nailed, yeah. no, I mean, you really nailed that middle of the media being mean to him. Mm. Oh. <sighs> His mom and everything. Mm. Damn you, Kurt. Pizza Nova Sorry, gave me hardly pool tickets. Fucking Pizza Nova. Yeah. I could have gone to the Sunderland friendly, but I chose the pizza that offered the free crazy bread, and I can honestly say I never looked back. Ooh. Well, that was intense. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm just going to move my chair a little away from Mark. I won't go to BMO Field and what makes, wrap it in bacon. What makes bread crazy bread? Mozzarella. Ooh. Is Never been done. Sauce? Never no. been done. Their wife leaving them. Uh-huh. Good point. <laughs> Freshly abandoned. <laughs> I would have gone to the Sunderland Friendly, but I decided to have falafel instead, so I didn't have tickets. Mm. I know. But the winner is Tony Fernandez at Footy Coach for Life on the Twitters. I would have gone to the Sunderland Friendly, but I gave my tickets to the Chicago Fire for free. Topical. Timely. Mm-hmm. Next week's bitchy. That's why you wait till Monday, folks. All you guys mm-hmm. who played on Thursday. You shut your load. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see? Your answers were coming too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Premature bitchy. It also might be because it takes a long time to go back in the Twitter feed all the way to Thursday. So. Don't give up the trade secrets. <laughs> leave them in the comments. Seriously. Leave Bombard them in the comments. Duncan D. Fletcher next Monday with your bitchy points. <laughs> Please. I get bored at work too. <laughs> See, it's not just me. All right, next week's bitch, or this week's bitchy blank is TFC will get blank to be named later for Gilberto. As always, do send us your answers on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher or to any of our other individual oh. Twitter accounts or Vocal Minority CA or leave them in the comments under the podcast when it gets posted because that way they won't get lost. And it's right there, guys. Exactly. It's It's right there. You don't even, you just be anonymous. I mean, put your name to it or else you're just going to say anonymous said. But it's there. Use it. What Mark said. Mm -hmm. But do play as often as you like. Just get those answers to us by around 5 o'clock on Monday. Thank you very much. Just like paper dolls. Hey everybody, it's my favorite game of the season. Are we playing the tea terrorists? That's right. When you can't afford to go to old England, you go to New England. Revolution? Revolution? Oh, we're not doing that gag anymore? That's good. I can't make a musket noise though. Fair enough. With a look at our opponent next week, the mighty New England Revolution and their carpet of dreams, (laughs) here's Duncan Fletcher. Thank you, Kristen. Mm. 
Um, yeah, the revs, they, they've been terrible for a long time now, probably like since May, but uh, they are actually starting to get it together. They're uh, unbeaten in two. Whoa. Yes. Yeah, they've got that just uh, means two draws, four points. Oh, yeah. Win and draw. yeah, I mean, one, one of the draws was against Chicago, though, so that technically so that, that's two points that, dropped. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Um, Before they got Gill, so yeah. you know, that well, won't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what have they got going on? they got Jeremy Hall at right back. Yep, Jeremy Hall is with the Revs and he's regularly playing for them. Wow, they are the TFC but, uh, of right 2009. Yes, yeah, That's right magical. Yes, yeah. yes. Good luck with that, Jovinko. You should have fun. Um, in the middle, it's uh, of, uh, Jose Goncalves and uh, what's his name, Farrell, that uh, is nowhere near as good as Carl Becker and Happy Oh, uh, yes. No, Will. Oh, not Farrell. No. No. Oh, Will Farrell. Yes. Andrew Farrell. Is Andrew Farrell. Oh, yes. Andrew Farrell. That's oh not, the whole draft. Oh, that's not fun Andrew anyway. Farrell. Yeah, of the draft day, yeah, Andrew Farrell's yeah, right. Yes, exactly. I've been yes. drafted. Go to New England if you dare. <laughs> uh, Jermaine Jones seems to be the key to their midfield. He's been gone the entire time. They've been shit. But uh, he was on the bench against the fire, so uh, he might be ready to actually start playing now, which would be a bit annoying. Um, you know, Scott Caldwell plays as a DM as well. He's all right. You know, he's a tidy player. Not much. Well, there's only one Caldwell now. Yeah, it's good. Right one as Caldwell. Yes. Yeah. Um, up front, you know, they've got a lot of interchangeable nothings, really. It's probably Charlie Davies up front, but maybe Juan Aguidello. Yeah. In midfield. There's only one it's like Probably Lee Wynn, who's been nowhere near as good as last year. Teal Bumbery and Keelan Watch Rowe. But, you know, maybe Kobayashi or Fagundes. Watch your mouth. They're all okay-ish. None of them are really that good, but... Um, Their names are. Yes. True. But if, if they click, though, they're quite dangerous as a whole. They're a very uh, sort of speedy, skilled thing. Yeah, they've been terrible for ages. We really should be beating them. And yet we're tied with them on points. They've played a lot more games. And I don't They, they were good before they were terrible. This is, I mean, last year they That's lost true. eight games straight, then came back and were good again and got to the final and lost and everything, so... You, don't, you never know what to get, but right now they're terrible. Beat them. <laughs> they did, uh, they did uh, just recently lose five in a row, and yet somehow level on points. That's a, that's a it's still in a playoff position. Summary. Anyway, yeah, uh, that's uh, that would be your scouting report of the New England T-Terrorists. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Dunk Tank. So, the defensive woes, as we've talked about earlier, uh, with one of the worst goals allowed per game in the East... Ray. Or in the league. Hey. Uh, so defending is the obvious. Achilles going into Foxy Foxborough. Um, new addition, not the band, of uh, the Moroccan centre-back, Ahmad Kantari. Have you played Kantari to get today? But yeah. are you guys having a separate conversation here? <laughs> they, they are not paying attention sake. at all. It's like, it's like podcasting with I, I was I was quietly appreciating your Thank retirement Thank you, Duncan. And these two Hey, Duncan, do you hear we have a new Moroccan <laughs> center back? Ahmad Kantari? Yes, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm intrigued by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apart from him, is there anything this team can do to shore up their defensive woes now, right now, without affecting the team going forward and hurting their offensive prowess, which is saving them? Other than bringing in another player, you mean? Or no, just no. Like with what they've got right now. No, there isn't anything. The thing, what they have to do is Ashton Morgan not be hurt, mm. um, because I think 
again, unless they bring in another player, the only thing you can do is have a healthy Ashton Morgan on the left, leave Justin Morrow alone on the right, because switching him back and forth is causing issues, because he gets, he's even said it, it's confusing for him, it's hard for him to make the adjustment. And then whatever your strongest two center are, so is that now Kantari and Perkis? Is that what the pairing you would, is? You would think that's you would the think goal. You would think that Zavaleta I'm sure Kantari is on a healthy wage. I imagine I would he expect. is, yes. Right. He's got lens money. Ooh, that lens mm. money. Like Hakeem Optical. Ooh. Ooh. I was going to go with the crafters. All right. Mm. Yeah. Nah, that works better. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But I Edit can't here. see anything else on TFC's roster that... But anything tactically tactically they could do to shore things up now, like a, a, mean, even a short-term solution? I'd, I'd prefer go back to your, your 442 diamond thing, but that does rely on Ashton Morgan being thick because yeah, currently we only him. have one player who can play as so yeah, okay hypothetically with with him back in the lineup like if ashton morgan's there do you think that's enough to shore up things or do they need a tighter it, it, look I, it ahead. worked against philadelphia mm-hmm. i just we, want to see health like yeah. that's that's my like if the best four that we have can just somehow magically stay healthy i'm thinking uh shaman or just just medicine men you can just Conjure up. Oh, not the shaman. No, no, not Ebony. Uh, Ebony's are good. No, yeah, we're okay. fine. Um, yeah, nice. if they can just keep those four together, we should be not great, but okay. But I, we'll I agree with Duncan about the diamond, though. I like having Sheru um, at the back to sort of guard them, basically, yeah. and and help give direction because that's the one thing. Well, the three when, of them have to play together now. When he's the French trio. Well, there's that too. We want the French connection. Be the menage a trois. Wait. The Musketeers. Menager. Menager. Come on, let's keep it sexy. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Don't let anyone else tell you they coined it before us. But I think, but I do think it's important because the games they play their best is when you see Sheru back there giving direction in addition to mm-hmm. Perkis, who is you know, a hothead. The it, well, he is, and but he is, and yes. he's shown that in the yes. last few games, especially the the game on the weekend. It was like, oh yeah, you deserve that card, and probably another one. In case the last couple games, actually, the fact that he hasn't been sent off is been a little bit surprising. So mm-hmm. now we know why. How did Colin Warner beat that guy to being suspended on yellow cards? <laughs> right. I was Perkis not there one. yet. Yeah. Now we know why they have to keep Germany between France and Poland. Ah, good point. True. Mix wow. those things together. <laughs> yep. Get a whole piece of problems. Yeah. Yeah. And Germany doesn't cause any problems at all. They're, they're, they're not historically. They're, 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 they're a good really, calming influence. No, yeah. Yeah. They're basically yes. a placeholder. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Kantari, uh, what are you guys expecting out of the former breast man? <laughs> <laughs> it starts More of the same pervy shit. Um, <laughs> I I hopefully stability. I, I expect him to be at least as good, if not better, than Caldwell. And I mean, without the mistakes, with the similar leadership uh, qualities like that. That I like. I know nothing of his game, so I just assume that he's going to be. Oh, you don't watch Lens? No. <laughs> no. 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 I, I like. Have you heard of Pirlo? I like. <laughs> Who? Um, no, I don't. I don't watch cycling. Um, whatever. I, I I don't know what to expect from him. Yeah, I mean his resume seems impressive enough, but I for the for the money that he's getting for the pedigree that he has, he should be, you know, close to but better Caldwell esque. Mm. Yeah, I again haven't seen him. Don't. Really oh, you don't him. watch lungs? <laughs> no. I watched a water. I uh, never mind. 
I walked a water. There was a good breast joke coming. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully he'll be an improvement on, uh, you know, Zavaleta or Haglund alongside Pekis. You know, at the very least he'll be experienced. I feel confident in predicting that. Aside from that, not much really. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm not all that optimistic really you've got a week to catch up on breast videos excellent i'll do what i can uh, to google <laughs> i'm gonna use that as uh why i'm watching what i'm watching it's like no 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 research research for the podcast <laughs> i'm a journalist there's a lot of I breasts can write that this off about. right um <laughs> no i think my only concern and again i've so little sense of him other than what you know, you read on Wikipedia or whatever, is that someone that they, I saw, was reached out to for, hey, what's this guy like? One day, it was sort of a fairly laudatory assessment of who he is. Oh, you know, this will be great. And then, like, three days later, it was like, oh, sorry, TFC. This is not going to be so good. Mm. And like, oh, Kantari. Yeah, it was the same guy. <laughs> oh, that Kantari. And, I, and, and, and his opinion just went, whoosh, within a very short space of time. It was like, mm. um isn't being told here and are we getting yet again another reclamation project being sold on you know we being misted well you know lens got relegated they have to cut yeah. costs so sure. and there's reason that he would leave there also, financially at also least too, league, league one is a how old is he again 30 than, okay so, so not, not awful not terrible than, than mls so i mean yeah. if anything he's I don't want to say it's going to be easier for him, but I mean it's not as skilled as League One. He's got so. a, you know, he's got a good chunk of international experience. Yeah. He's sixteen which, caps which, with which a decent. And I did side. like Terrible. to see. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I'm hopeful that he is a a steadier. Perkins. I hope he's a crazy hothead. Because <laughs> we need two of those at the uh, back. Uh, I we just, need more buddy cop jokes. Is what it is. That's true. We that oh, God, that could be, that could be a great movie. Perkins mm-hmm. and Katari. Shit, yeah. We gotta work on that. Yeah, we gotta work on that, yeah. But I don't know. I, I just wanna see I just wanna see a settled back. Fez and pierogi. Nice. <laughs> Fez pierogi, get in here! <laughs> Give me your badge, Fez. I got Fez to shake off my ass over you two! <laughs> Fez and <laughs> no, not Fez. <laughs> oh, Fucking Fezbachenko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. So the Jovinko Injury turns out not to be a premeditated uh, all-star-itis. Yeah, Yay. suddenly he can play. Yay. Yay. I'm sure I, I was happier when it was a premeditated nothing all-star-itis. Nothing bad will happen now. Mm. But uh, even if he does play and he's fully healthy, do you have to risk him against uh, New England on that turf, which has destroyed so many? Yes. All right. <laughs> Is that because you want to see Javinko go down? No. You little bastard. It's not, but, you know, we'll, we'll be hopeless without him. And, yeah. you know. The show's better when we're shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I am, like, there is a concern. Like, watching the end of the Columbus game, watching him limp off the pitch, basically, and then yeah. talk about this heel injury, and now they're going to force him to play in the All Star game. Yeah. And, and then straight onto the green straight carpet. Straight onto the. where nothing bad ever happens. Nope. Um, Never. It's just. Uh, and, you know, they're not that good, even though, as I said, they are level on points. Yes, it is because they play more games. But part of me is like, ah, oh, just just sit him down. Bradley will be back so he can participate in the attack. I don't know. Let Josie show that he's not, you know, 
just putting he's in guy, some time. He's a guy I worry more about on that turf. Actually, yes. so do I, because he's, already he's been injured on been it injured already. Yes. So He's mm-hmm. Kuverman's-esque. Yes. Okay, Marky Delgado <laughs> and Jay Chapman, this is your time. Yeah. Get out there and score us some goals. Reinforce your knees and have at it. Robbie Finley, we don't care about you. Go <laughs> hey, on. You is he more you wanna available? Want to start? You're going to be the lone striker. Do you want to start? Is is Altidore in the All-Star game? He's a no. U.S. player. No? no? Nobody cares about Altidore? not U.S. Altidore? enough. They're, yeah. they're claiming or, he's or Haitian European now. Enough. Not or. even like the TFC media couldn't even bring themselves to be outraged. Don Garber now calls him Haitian-American. Uh, Josie Altidore. Figures. Ideally, in a perfect world, he, he doesn't start the game. See how the first half looks. Bring him on if you need him. Um, let... Like this is this is a good game to like. Let's tinker a little bit. Let's see what life looks like without it, and see what we can do. No, but really, this it's 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 a life without Seba. Keep the risk. A three part series. <laughs> PBS would love this. Mike um, Burns. No. Yeah, Ken Burns. Ken, Ken Burns. Burns. That's it. Seventeen part series. <laughs> it was June of two thousand. <laughs> Things were bleak. Uh, a tireless man went to Italy. And... I remember when I first <laughs> saw Seba play. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, that to me would be the most ideal situation. But you know what the fuck do I know? Like I, you're a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> hours of hours of breast video research. <laughs> In that case, I should know so much about guitaring. Um, that's just this week. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, he's probably gonna start. He probably will be fine, but that doesn't change the mm-hmm. fact that, that that turf kills careers and and everybody seems to forget it when it's time to bring you know, trot them out over in Foxy Foxborough. So And you're saying though, Kristen, that oh, we're tied on points, so you know, we could be three points ahead, we could be three points behind. It's another literal six pointer. I no, go for it. Well that's my concern, yeah. Is mm, that they should go they for should it. go for it because of that, but Duncan Fletcher, pedal to the metal. Yes. Let's run that little Italian into the ground until he can't do anything more. Fiat? Yes. Little Ellis Island. Fiat. Oh, that's not... <laughs> Fair enough. As predicted on last week's episode, Ooh. Jonathan Osorio seems to be the odd man out now in the, in the midfield. So uh, manly man Michael Bradley, as mentioned, is set to return. So even though... Let's take Colin Warner's suspension out of the this mix. week out of the mix. Yeah. So, uh, do we think this is uh, the way things are going to stay now? That Osorio has dropped just out of that starting four with everyone available? I do, absolutely. Bradley, Sheru, Delgado, and Warner. I don't see... I, I don't look at TFC's midfield and think there's better to put in there right now. And I think when the four of them are playing well, and... You know, I, I, I might even go further than that. I'd put Lovitz ahead of him. What? Yeah. What? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's. I would put him. I would put him ahead of him. I would. I would trust Lovitz out there ahead of uh, ahead of Warner. So you're an interesting man, Mark Hankley. Mm. I run the team. Haven't you heard? <laughs> <laughs> or at least one of us do. We haven't quite nailed it down. Um, I would have probably uh, Delgado and Osorio on a sort of four A four B status right now. If we're going on a uh, Former midfield, I think Delgado's playing okay right now. You know, let him keep going. If he starts to struggle, throw Osorio back in there. But I think Bradley Sheru are very obviously one and two. 
Uh, Warner, I would for now at least definitely put it number three. I like what uh, you know the defensive balance he brings to things. Then yeah, Delgado for now. I think yeah. the reason I say Delgado is just because I think he's playing better with Jovinko. Yeah, I, I, I think I think he is. There's um, it, there's no question he for whatever reason the two of them are clicking in a weird. Tiny weird, person way. Why like, not? Is, hey. is, is it the height? They can look at each other eye to eye. Have at it. If the underpants gnomes can get the underpants, let them work together and figure out how to profit. profit. Exactly. We, we just need like two or three more, and then they, you know, they can make a little tiny boy band. Exactly. The lollipop. Marky Mark and the tiny bunch. <laughs> Marky Mark and. Do we need I think Seba would be the front man of that. <laughs> if you, if you don't mind. No, 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 no. Seba's the the, the the secondary singer. He's the he's the cool one. Ah. The front one, the front man is rarely, because remember was. Yeah, I mean Gary Barlow was not the sexy one to take that. No. You're really speaking to our audience. I think so. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I agree though. I see the thing with Osorio. We see what he's capable of. He just seems like he's on this really extended snake bitten journey where you can't shake out of it. Goal against Sunderland. Mm. Maybe that's Whoa. the one that breaks the seal. Mm-hmm. But we'll put him on the bench so we can't tell. Yeah, well exactly. done, Greg Banny. Yeah. Although he did, he did some nice things when he came on on the weekend, and maybe yeah. right yeah, now he was that's hustling yeah. hard. He kept yeah. that ball in exactly. Oh, that that was like that was the. I, I thought he. I was actually. So, I was sad that they, a goal didn't come from that because yeah. you rarely see a TFC player put in that much effort to keep a ball in. So, um, but maybe that's the best thing for him. Maybe like Jackson, he needs to be super sub. And use his energy and desire to prove himself. Talking of just random moments, did you remember like that one little thing Marky Delgado did? He kind of like kind of spun around and back heeled the ball twice and like got past two players. It's like, yeah, what it's like, like what is that? Where that did that come from? from? Yeah. yeah, that was really fun. Good fun yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Also, the time when Seba didn't pass to him and he was like standing there, like, hey. I'm right here. Yeah. The net's right there, you ball hog. Are you suggesting Seba Javinko doesn't always make the best choices when you tuck? I believe I am. Shoot? What did I put here? Did I, oh. I think I said Seba selfish, actually. <laughs> Welcome to the dunk tank. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but it was it was really clear because he was like, yeah. hey, here, mm-hmm. net. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was funny. Mm-hmm. So for long-time listeners of the show, <laughs> it's well known that Thank I, you Tony Walsh, I'm not the greatest fan of New England Revolution. Really? I feel bad because I've come to know a few Revolution supporters over the Twitter world and stuff. Hi, Jim. Jim Powers. <laughs> <laughs> very nice gentleman. Very well thought of. Football fan. Good music taste. Good thinker. Yep. We like Jim. But, man I, but man, I hate his club. <laughs> I don't know why I dislike them. Well, yeah. So, so I've challenged the panel. Tell me, Tony Walsh, why I shouldn't dislike New England Revolution. They gave us Fagundes. That's the only thing I came up with. I have Fagundes. I do have that written down here as well. Also, they're a team overshadowed by more famous teams and their own city. Who are sporadically good, but never quite good enough to reach their ultimate goal. They're Spurs! Embrace them, Tony. They're Spurs. They're the American Spurs. You should like this team. The American Spurs are Spurs. Yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, San Antonio wins stuff, though. Oh, that's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Oh, go, back that, to, go back to Peterborough. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a compelling argument. I'm sorry. Edit yeah. this question out. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just hate them more now. <laughs> Gotta hate fake Spurs. <laughs> MLS wins and losses, they will now forever be known as American Spurs, not the two terrorists. People listening will only think point. of Cowboys. Yes, yes. Look, if American Spurs get, sounds like a show on A&E. Do they jingle, jangle, jingle, though? If I can get FC Dallas as mine, mm. you're next. Mm. <laughs> I have such a rich Walsh's. history of hatred. New England Revolution. New England so did I. I, I believe it is now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No. Tony, Just so, happened. So did I. Yeah. I. I really, really didn't like Dallas, but I've learned I'm not to biting. embrace Dallas. I'm not biting. Give it oh, time. You will. Give it time. You will. And that's the show for another week. Quarters of a season. It's true. He capitulated. You'll give in. Until next time, Tron. I'll get used to it. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Nope. There is. <laughs> what happens first? TFC, MLS Cup champions, or New England Revolution? Soccer specific stadium tenants. Trick question. Hamilton enters MLS first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as much as I know, I'm just being wide optimist. Oh, here it comes. TFC winning the cup because the Rev are never getting that stadium because their owners are the devil. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. TFC will win the MLS Cup because yeah, crafts don't care. Yeah. All right. Mm. This, by then, this will be a 3D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got spit take. <laughs> I get a I get a star over my Twitter handle. She spit and you were mocking my earlier hand gestures. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. True. That sounds. That looks hilarious. Oh not not in audio. If this were 3D podcast. You wow. love this. And finally, what should old England steal Hooray. from New England in a mm. long overdue reparation for the illegal pirate hijacking of perfectly legally imported tea. I figure Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Rhode Island. It seems fair once you adjust for inflation. We look behind Massachusetts. We take everything oh, else. Oh, yeah, take everything else. We okay. could do with a few extra whales is This is true. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. All right. Uh, I'm saying they should repatriate the English footballing treasure that is Paul Mariner. Mainly so we never have to listen to his commentary again. Uh, Enjoy him this week, all of you dependent on MLS Live. (laughs) I feel like you are, aren't you? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I I think I'm actually going to miss the game. I know some of you are. (laughs) Enjoy (laughs) him. Not me. (laughs) Burn on Duncan. He's not wearing pants. Uh oh. They're shorts. They're not pants. Truth. Well, that's another slice of hot fun in the summertime. Lather it all over your back in a big creamy dollop. (laughs) We'll be back next week with our annual Simcoe Day extravaganza. (laughs) Where we find out which Wahlberg scored the winner for New England, whose ankle was taken by Gillette. And look ahead to a visit from Orlando City and the new power generation. Okay, I have no idea how Johnny Oh, hey. It's a goodbye from the panel. Toweling off, he was Mark Hinckley. <laughs> if this were a 3D audio podcast, that would have looked great. Thumb right in your eye. Putting the F in SPF, she was Kristen Knowles. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Literally shaking his fist at the sun, he was Duncan Fletcher. Yep. And like David Lee Roth, I'm Tony Walsh and crazy from the heat. Panama. Thank you. Until next time, Toronto. Wanna do a musket noise before we go? Bang! Get used to it! Nothing really matters. Anyone can.
Fagundes. No one wants to be overwhelmed. I just want to be whelmed, actually. Yes. Just, can, you, can you be whelmed? whelmed? Why does it want to say whelmed? Yeah. Why does everyone going to be overwhelmed? Yeah. Or underwhelmed. Yeah. Just whelm me. Yeah. yeah. Huh. This, this is a perfectly whelming podcast. Exactly. Reach for the star. Yeah. <laughs> podcast Weekly says, I was perfectly whelmed. <laughs> You'll be whelmed when you listen to <laughs> the <vocal> minority podcast. <laughs> you find other podcasts overwhelm you? <laughs> Do you feel sometimes they underwhelm you? Vocal minority. The right amount of whelm. <laughs> Scientifically, uh... <laughs> Four out of five dentists are whelmed. <laughs> yes. Hey, fuck, it's New England. I hate those fuckers. Back to you. <laughs> Bunch of fucks. Coming! <laughs> did you make a hand gesture? You did! I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure that's what it was. Gross. I'm sick of having these things. There's a triumphant fish shake. <laughs> Below the table. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. The British I'm always. I'm glad you're on that side of the table. <laughs> the British are always modest enough to cheer under the table. I'm surprised it wasn't the British are coming. The British are coming. But no, he managed to not hit the table. That wasn't my foot on your knee. As a doctor, I don't feel overwhelmed by the <laughs> minority podcast, but nor do I feel underwhelmed. Do you feel overwhelmed? Not so fresh. Down there. <laughs> Mom, do you ever feel underwhelmed down there? Have you met your father? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'd like to. Right? Oh. You keep telling me no. <laughs> you, won't, no. You, you won't tell me his name. <laughs> well, we're fucked if there's a hot dog eating competition with Kobayashi. Oh, my God. True. No, yours doesn't work as well because <laughs> you clearly were piling on. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't tell me what I was doing. Pile on, whatever. Love it's <laughs> the greatest thing. Yeah, love it's in the air. Um, he, yeah, I, I, I oh, when, why doesn't he score with his head? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> love it's in the air. Da, 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 da. Love it's in the air. <laughs> oh. Keep that one in your pocket. Yeah. Be ever heads Everybody who listens to this, shut up until it happens, okay? We're, it'll just We'll explode. be listening. No using this. We know. Then. We know because we did this. So. Well, that's another slice of hot fun in the summertime lathered Bang. all over your Bang. back. Bang. Muskets. Ugh, boy. Oh. It's lathered all over your back in a big creamy dollop. Ooh, Yummy. Well. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sort of, sort Boy, shooting off in my ear. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Too. Did you see that? Holy crap! What's going on here? <laughs> like I'm starting this whole shit all over again. Like Which is podcasting with like six shooter kind of pistol thing. It's you can't do that with bang, a musket. Bang! bang no, bang. it would be bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Load the there's, thing. There's more than one of them. Do that stabby thing. <laughs> but there's one of you. There's more than one of the musket people. I was. Oh. Oh. Musket people, racist. Yeah. Guys? yeah. <laughs> Musketeers, Duncan. I believe yeah. being really inclusive with the musket people. <laughs> 
Muscatarianist? Muscatarians. That's what they are. It's okay. He has a musket friend. Muscatarist. Yeah. I'm. He has one musket friend. I'm a quarter friend that shoots quarter musket. Quarter musket. On the on my dad's side. It's okay. I can say these things. All right, assholes. Let's start again. It's a perfectly whelming conversation. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, just talking about being whelmed. That's all. Oh, excellent. You mm. may know. You're a wordsmith. Mm. We're talking about why no one is ever whelmed. Oh, as opposed to underwhelmed or overwhelmed. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're just like completely whelmed. That's what we mm. said. This show is perfectly whelming. This is a good level of whelm. I agree. I feel whelmed. Mm. Consensus Claxon. Whelming Claxon. Whelming Claxon. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. Hex for fantasy. Let's talk about hex. Hex crimes. (laughs) Hex is natural. Hex is fun. Not everybody does it, but everyone should. Whatever. Hex is better when it's one on one. Is everyone good? It's better when it's one on one on one on one on one. Hex when it's eight on one. Wow. Mm. This is a good album already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's what I call CONCACAF qualifying. I'm too hexy for Canada. Too hexy for Canada. Next segment. So hexy it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Quality outtake. Yes. <laughs> Secondary question, <Boy>. assholes. <laughs> what happens first? TFC MLS Cup champions or New England Revolution in their own stalker? Stalker. In their, with their own stalker. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm I'm watching you from the trees. You looked really good at practice today. Why are you taking it too far? Scott Caldwell, you're delicious. Ew. Ew. I take it too far. All I was going with the heavy breathing. Once again, Duncan Fletcher found the line and crossed a dunk tank. I'll start that again. Classics. All killer, no filler. I'm so whelmed right now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I I'm per- incredibly whelmed. I'm fully yeah, whelmed. I feel very Perfectly whelmed. whelmed. Yeah. I'm a good level of whelm. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is nice. Yeah. It's nice whelmed. and whelming. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not over. Well. Yeah. I'm full of whelm. It's mm. good. I might feel overwhelmed when I stand up, but sitting down, I feel perfectly whelmed. Mm. Are you excited about watching Qatari things or what? I'm gonna go play in some guitar and get home. <laughs> I know, so we gotta come up with.